sure good to be in the Lord's house this morning. I appreciate everybody cheering the beautiful sunshine outside. What I felt in here this morning, what a blessing. We appreciate Sunday school this morning again. Thank the Lord for Sunday school. Thank the Lord for each one that's come. We thank the Lord for each one that's listening on the live stream. And uh, we have had the experience in the past of uh, uh, even somebody that's on the live stream, uh, God speaking to their heart and them getting saved and, and uh, coming and testifying about that and joining church. And so, uh, you know, we'd like for everybody to be here, but if you can't be here, we're glad you're watching and listening. I have a scripture on my heart this morning. It's a scripture that's uh, very meaningful to me. And uh, some of the things that uh, Brother Barry said uh, in opening up the Sunday school when he came up uh, to sing with the little children, and uh, he said some things to remind me of this. Uh, sometimes uh, people ask the question, uh, are unborn babies really alive? And uh, absolutely and positively, without any doubt, they are. And they're God's children. And uh, here in the 139th Psalm, David said these things, starting at verse 13. For thou hast possessed my reins, thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise thee. For I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. My substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Thine eyes did see my substance, yet being unperfect. And in thy book all my members were written, which in continuance were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. How precious also are thy thoughts unto me, O God, how great is the sum of them. And so let's all stand for a word of prayer. As we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, for your wonderful blessings and your mercy and your grace. Thank you again for the sunshine, God. Thank you for the sunshine that uh, each person that's here brings to the house of God on the inside. Uh, God, even... As I sat up here and watched people come in and uh, went back and visit with some and earlier and some later and others I haven't got to yet, but God, I know you've already made recognition that they're here. God, what a blessing to see people come to the house of God. What a blessing that you've given us, God, to allow us to have church in the church house. God, praise your holy name. And God, we ask you to bless our service this morning, Lord. Help us to have a service full of your Holy Spirit and, and God that would reach to people's hearts. And uh, God, we pray today that you'd give us great conviction and that you'd call powerfully and that people would come to an altar of repentance. God, we pray today. We ask your blessings in this service in Jesus' holy and sweet name. And amen. You may be seated. Thank you. Turn over to the choir. And the Brother Taylor. Page 235. <laughs>
glad to be here this morning and appreciate any visitors we have with us. And uh, I just thinking about that last song and uh, how the Lord speaks to us individually. Uh, uh, that's how you have a relationship with the Lord. Uh, when, you, when he speaks to you and, uh, uh, you know, he calls your name and you uh, choose him as your savior. Uh, that's, that's, uh, that's how you get to have a relationship with the Lord. Uh, other than that, um, you can come to church. I was thinking, you know, if you come to church a long time, uh, you know, and if you don't really feel like you're part of the church, uh, you, need, you probably need to get saved. Uh, if, you know, you need to have that relationship. Uh, you know, you'll never feel like you're part of the church if you're not. Uh, it's just impossible. And like if the Lord moves uh, in the church house, uh, you have to be part of the church to, uh, you know, uh, uh, really feel the happiness and joy that uh, being part of the church is. Now, you could feel the Lord move by your way and call you. Uh, you know, that's what he does. Uh, uh, you know, uh, he'll go come by your way and he'll call your name and uh, and then you'll have the opportunity to uh, make a choice. Uh, you know, the Lord doesn't force us to uh, be part of his family, but what he does is he offers it, uh, you know, in my case, he offered it time and time again, uh, you know, and, and convinced me that he was the best way uh, that I would have, uh, uh, you know, uh, to one way to, to escape hell, uh, you know, that was the, uh, that was my main reason for coming to the altar. Uh, I didn't want to go to that place called hell, but, uh, you know, there's a lot more involved, uh, you know, the benefits that you get with, uh, know, having the Lord in your life. Uh, uh, he's a friend that'll never leave you, never forsake you. Uh, you know, I can't tell you, and I, I couldn't even count on, you know, uh, how many times the Lord has helped me through my life. Uh, uh, you know, him being with us uh, from time to time and uh, uh, guiding us. And, and saying, no, don't go that way. Uh, uh, you need to, you know, stay focused over here. Uh, we would make more mistakes and without the Lord if you don't lean upon the Lord uh, in our lives. So, we, I mean, we have such a, a great uh, gift that the Lord has given us uh, through knowing him and through salvation. And plus, I, you know, I was thinking today, you know, uh, if your hope is only in this world, uh, uh, this world's going to pass away one day. Uh, uh, you know, if your hope's only in this world, uh, uh, the things of this world go away. Uh, you know, it, it, they just last for a little while. Uh, uh, but my hope is in eternity uh, and what the Lord has done with for me in my life. Uh, uh, you know, uh, he, I, I was thinking about that. Uh, you know, there's many mansions in heaven. Uh, I often think that you know it doesn't matter i i don't care if i, I it was in a tent you know i i don't know how heaven's going to be but i just wanted to be there when i was a lost boy i didn't want to go to that place called hell i just wanted to have a place uh, in heaven that would make my heart happy uh, he's made my heart happy uh, he made me aware that i was uh, in need and then after i got my need filled he saved me and i was a happy person I was a happy person. And what do we want as a, a group that assembles? We want happy people to uh, get the Lord in their lives. So if you don't have the Lord in your life this morning, uh, why not? Uh, you know, if it's uh, uh, the pride that makes you stand back and say, no, I don't want to go up to the altar. Uh, uh, you know, uh, it is a hard thing. I remember that. I remember trying to go to the altar and I'd want to go and, you know, I, I'd say, Lord, I just need some help because uh, it's a it's a great step. But, uh, you know, you're you're stepping out by faith. That's uh, that's probably the one of the biggest things you can do is step out by faith and just trust the Lord and say, Lord, uh, uh, you know, I'm just trusting in you. Uh, but after you do that, how what a reward he gives you by stepping out in faith and having that relationship so if you're not saved this morning uh you know if the lord comes by your way i i, I encourage you 
uh, to get the Lord in your life and, and start that relationship and know where you're headed and know that you're, you're okay. So at this time, we'll ask you to stand and we'll take a, a prayer request. Everybody that's got an unspoken, raise their hand. Anybody that's got a spoken prayer request? Yeah. Remember that? Someone else. had a terrific meeting together we uh we had a great discussion gary led one over choices and it went right along with what you were talking about this morning and it was a real big blessing to me and um i want to say i'm thankful for my church i'm thankful for the choir singing this yeah. morning it was spiritual i'm thankful for what you've said and done this morning and it's been real strong and powerful and i'm just thankful to be here today excited to see what the lord has in store for us amen, amen. someone else Someone else. A railing request. Someone else. Remember our pastor this morning? Nobody else. Bill, lead us in prayer. And gracious and all as heavenly Father is once again and we want to thank the Lord for this another beautiful Sabbath day that you've blessed us together once more in the house of prayer. Once more this side of eternity, Father, we never know when we might meet here for our last time. But Father, I'm glad this morning you give us health and strength that we might be able to come this way, Father, to worship thee in spirit and truth. Father, I pray God if there is anyone here that's lost this morning, Father, that the gospel might go out and touch their heart, Father, that you might convict them, that they might be troubled down in their soul, realize that they need the Lord Jesus Christ as their Savior. Father, if they die in that condition where you are, they just can't come. But we'll have to go down with all nations and forget God. But we're glad there was a way made one time yonder on Calvary's Hill, wherever man, boy, woman, and girl might be able, Father, to call out upon thee in what Jesus done under on the hill, Father, that we paid the great sacrifice, Father, taken out this hope in their life. And God, how I pray for them this morning that you'd help them to understand that they need you more than anything in this world has to offer, even breath itself. They need you more than that this morning. 
God, you're able to help us, and I pray those that are walking afar off, God, help them to see and to understand, Father, what they need to do, that they might be able to get in where they can be a light to their people, Father, they might be able to show them the hope of Christ that's down in their heart and life. Lead us on through this service now, whatever is accomplished, we'll thank you for it, Father, we ask it in Jesus' name we pray, amen. and amen. This time we'll ask if somebody has a song or something the Lord puts on your heart. Let's pray for both. Standing in my Savior's shadow, He is watching over me. I feel the rain, I hear the thunder, as He cries for me. I'm standing in my Savior's shadow, grace will lead to where I'm free. I take his hand, we walk together, and his light shines on me. Though the devil tried to break me, my sweet Jesus won't forsake me. When I'm in my Savior's shadow, where I'm supposed to be, I'm standing in my Savior's shadow, following his footsteps there. Every mountain, every ocean, he hears my every prayer. Though the devil tried to break me, my sweet Jesus won't forsake me. When I'm in my Savior's shadow, where I'm supposed to be. Though the devil tried to break me, my sweet Jesus won't forsake me. When I'm in my Savior's shadow, where I'm supposed to be. When I'm in my Savior's shadow, I'm who I'm supposed to be. Where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> you know, that's uh, encouraging for all of us to be where we need to be with the Lord. Someone else. Let's remember our pastor and uh, let's just pray for the service and pray for the loss this morning. Nobody else has a song. Turn back over to Terry. I appreciate being here. I appreciate that song. Like I said earlier, I appreciate Sunday school and appreciate Brent opening up. 
What's well, good to see everybody? Got a nice crowd this morning. And uh, I'll say a few words. I plan on reading from the 119th Psalm. If you have your Bibles and you'd like to turn there with me, feel free to do that. I'm going to start at verse 1. I want you to really pray this morning. Uh, I'm glad for what I can feel. And I'm glad for the burden that I have in my heart. Uh, thank God that he moves in our hearts and he gives us burdens for people and gives us uh, prayers to pray. And, uh, you know, our prayers, God, God hears and listens to our prayers. In the, uh, I think it's the 56th Psalm in verse 8. I won't quote it, but I'll give you some of the substance. Of it. David was, uh, he was speaking in that Psalm and he talked about God. He said, he puts my tears in a bottle. And he said, are they not in the book? And I really think, uh, he didn't use the word prayer, but I think he's talking about the prayers that we pray when we really pray from our heart and we shed tears. God, he, he knows those. He doesn't forget those. Uh, I believe there were people uh, that prayed for me when I was just a, a youngster and a young preacher, and even before I was a young preacher, that God still answered those prayers. And I don't know why I feel like telling this story, but it come on my heart sitting there, and I checked it, and it's come back on my heart. Uh, when I was 16 years old, and that was uh, four years before I ever announced my calling to preach, when I was 16 years old, and uh, we lived, uh, I lived, of course, with Mom and Dad, we lived at 668 Southwest Street. Now, I still remember our phone number there. It's 2229606. And uh, now I can't remember something from the day before yesterday, but uh, <laughs> I remember that. And uh, we had a revival at Albert Street. And we called Arnold Petrie in revival. And uh, Arnold hadn't experienced the first night he stayed all night with us that I didn't find out with until after I'd announced my call, years later. Uh, but he, he stayed with us in that revival. And uh, I gave him my bed. He slept in the bed I usually sleep in. And he told this story. He said, I went in, I got in the bed, uh, laid back, and I started to go to sleep. And he said, God spoke to me. And he said, God said, Arnold, you're sleeping in a preacher's bed. He said, the bed you're sleeping in is a preacher's bed. And uh, Arnold, you need to pray for him. Arnold said, I turned my face toward the wall. He said, I prayed and he said, heaven moved. He said, I prayed for Terry Brock and I prayed for God to bless him and help him and use him. And when he announced his calling to make preaching easy for him, and he said, I prayed for God to bless your ministry. And uh, so uh, God's still answering that prayer. Uh, God's been real good to me and my life. And uh, life's not all mountaintops. Sometimes it's valleys. But God's, he's good in the mountaintop and he's good in the valley. He's still God. And uh, so I want you to pray much. Like I said, I want to read uh, from the 119th Psalms. I want to talk about it a little bit before I start reading uh, the 119th Psalm is very amazing. It's the longest chapter in the Bible. It has 176 verses in it. And it's divided into eight verse sections. This first place I'm going to read, I'm going to read these first eight verses, it's called Aleph, A-L-E-P-H. And then uh, the next one is called Beth. That's the second one. And then the third one here, uh, it's called Gamel. Uh, the names that are here before these eight verses these are the letters in the Hebrew alphabet. And so there's 22 letters in the Hebrew alphabet. 
There's, of course, there's 26 letters in the English alphabet, but it's 22 letters in the Hebrew alphabet. And so going by eights, and that makes up the 176 verses. And so it's laid out this way, and uh, uh, most of the Bibles have got these letter designations right before it. And so uh, I want to start out uh, here with the first letter in the Hebrew alphabet. I want to read these first eight verses, what's uh, under that. Blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of the Lord. Now, uh, keep these words in mind. Law, uh, there's words in every verse here that refer to the word of God. The law, that's part of the word of God. Number two, blessed are they that keep his testimonies, part of the word of God. And they that seek him with the whole heart. Uh, boy, I, I like that. And uh, Jeremiah, he said, when you seek me with your whole heart, I'll be found with you. Uh, he's not going to turn you down. He's not going to throw you away. You, you give the Lord your whole heart and you'll have the Lord forever. Okay, go on. Verse 3, they also do no iniquity, they that walk in his ways. Again, we find that out from the word of God. Verse 4, thou hast commanded us to keep the precepts, thy precepts, diligently. Same thing. Oh, that my ways were directed by thy statutes. Again, that's the word of God. Then shall I not be ashamed when I have respect unto all thy commandments, uh, the word of God. I will praise thee with uprightness of heart when I shall have learned thy righteous judgments. We get that from the word of God. I will keep thy statutes, O forsake me not utterly. And so that's the first eight verses. Now, as we begin the second, now I'm not going to read all 176 of them, but as we begin the second letter here, Beth, uh, in verse 9 says, let me ask uh, the question here. This is what David asked. Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? And answer, by taking heed thereto according to thy word. With my whole heart have I sought thee. Oh, let me not wander from thy commandments. And so, uh, again, this is an alphabetical psalm. And I want to uh, draw your attention uh, to a different alphabet, but the same message in it. Uh, this is over in the, the 21st chapter of the book of Revelations. Verse 5, and this is what the writer says here again, Revelations 21 and 5. He said, and he that sat upon the throne said, behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, right, for these words are true and faithful. And he said unto me, it is done. Well, aren't you glad that he got the work done? When he was getting ready to die, he said, it's finished. It's done. It's finished. Uh, the work's already done. Uh, it was done a long time before I uh, got access to it. Well, how, why is that, preacher? Well, because it took me coming to an altar, and that's what uh, Brent was talking about earlier. It talked about me coming to an altar and trusting Jesus, repenting of my sins. Uh, then that work that was done, he put it in my soul. But listen, let me go on and read. He said, it is done. I am Alpha and Omega. You heard that before. It's very familiar. He said, the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my kin. First John said the ones that overcome, that's the ones that believes in the Lord. Now, Alpha and Omega, uh, that's uh, the first and the last letter uh, in the Greek alphabet. Uh, so he was saying, I'm the first and the last. And, well, i got to get one more thing. Uh, over in the first chapter of the book of Revelations, it's talking about this. And uh, let me get back to it here and find it real quick. In the first chapter of the book of Revelation, similar verse, I'm Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, saith the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come, the Almighty. 
I wanted to get that is part. He's not only the first and the last, but he's everything in the middle. He's from everlasting to everlasting. He's not just back at the beginning and out there at the end, but he's all the way through. Uh, boy, I praise God. If, if we were uh, saying that same point in English, uh, we could say uh, he's A uh, to Z. Uh, if we were uh, saying that uh, in the, the Hebrew, we'd use that first letter there, Aleph, and we, the last uh, letter in the Hebrew, uh, 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 the Hebrew uh, words or letters is Tav, T-A-V. He's the first and the last, and he's all the way through the middle. And uh, I looked up uh, the Word of God here in this chapter. Again, it's 176 verses, but it kept talking about the Word and all those uh, descriptions in that first uh, few verses there talks about the Word of God, uh, His precepts and His statutes. I looked up uh, the word Word in the 119th Psalm, and if I counted correctly, the word Word is there uh, 41 times. Uh, boy, it's important. The Word of God is important. I'm glad that God sent the word. Well, what is the word? The living word is Jesus Christ. He said, I'm the word. He said, he talked to his uh, disciples and he talked to the people around. He said, if you'll continue in my doctrine, uh, he said, you shall be my disciples indeed. And he said this, and you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Uh, well, uh, I got another thing about truth there. Boy, there's just so many things in this chapter. Uh, the, the Hebrew uh, word for truth is actually E-M-E-T-H. That's the Hebrew word. Well, get this. Uh, the way the Hebrew word truth is spelled in the Hebrew uh, Bible, uh, it's spelled with the first letter, uh, Aleph. It's spelled uh, with the middle of the chapter, M-E-M. It's spelled with the last uh, letter, T-A-V. It's the first and the last in the middle. That's the truth. Uh, Jesus Christ is the truth. Uh, boy, I'm telling you what, uh, let's get down here uh, to the 33rd verse uh, here in the book of Psalms. This is the fifth letter. This is he. He said, teach me, O Lord. And you pray, somebody needs uh, to find Jesus this morning. Teach me, O Lord, the way of thy statutes, and I will keep it unto the end. Uh, what is the way? Well, that's easy. Uh, Jesus said, I am the way. Uh, boy, I, I, I talked to a man one time. He said, a preacher said, I'm worried. He said, I've tried to follow the Lord all my life. But he said, when it comes time to die, he said, how am I going to know how to uh, get to heaven? Uh, I said, I'm not worried about that part. Uh, he said, well, wh why can you not worry about it? I said, I don't have to find my way to heaven. I've already got the way to heaven in my soul. Uh, when I come down to the dying hour, uh, I'm telling you what, uh, uh, Jesus is going to uh, take me just like he took Lazarus. I believe it's the same for all of us. Brent, it's saved by his grace. Lazarus and the rich man in the Bible. When Lazarus died, he didn't have to worry. He'd had a rough time down here for a while. He was a beggar, but when it come time to die, he got the experience of being a king. When it come time to die, the angels come and got him. Boy, I'm telling you what, I've known a lot of folks on my journey that I have no doubt, Billy Ray, that when it come down and they got their last breath and they stepped out of time into eternity, I shot. Now, I didn't see this. Now, I didn't say I'm having a vision of it, but in my imagination, Kenny, I can picture the angels tenderly reaching and getting them, wrapping them up, Mackenzie, and giving them a big sweet hug and taking them across the river. Boy, I praise God today. I've got 
uh, uh, my destination. But, you know, uh, sometimes uh, you get ready to go somewhere and you try uh, to get your airplane tickets and you try to get your motel reservation. And, of course, that's a good thing to do. Get them ahead of time if you can so you've got them. Uh, but sometimes uh, those things get messed up. Uh, sometimes uh, their books get crossways. Uh, Lynn Wilder, uh, uh, God's got a reservation book uh, that never can be messed up. Uh, the devil uh, can't scratch it up, Linda Brock. Uh, uh, but uh, he's got the names of his children written down there. And uh, the brother talked earlier about in my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I'll come again and receive you unto myself that where I am there you may be also. And the way you know, whither I go you know, and the way you know, praise God. We've got our reservations, darling. We're going to a country where there's no more trouble, no more hardship. Heartache, uh, uh, no more uh, puzzles. Uh, sometimes life gets real puzzling uh, for me. Uh, sometimes it worries me. Uh, sometimes I get frustrated with life. Uh, but uh, when I get that way, uh, God will nudge me a little. He'll say, look up, son. Uh, look up. I'm still here and I'm still God. I'm still taking care of business. Boy, I appreciate uh, God being on the throne today and, and taking care of business. God's doing what needs to Listen. I didn't give you a text today, but I want to give it to you right now. I'm a little slow getting started. Uh, uh, the text today is, are you alive and are you revived? Are you alive and are you revived? And, uh, that fits perfectly uh, with all these words about uh, the word of God. I call it a precept, I call it a commandment, I call it a statute, uh, the word of God. Uh, boy, I'm telling you what, it's rich. Let me tell you this, uh, I, I need to get this some reason or other. Uh, when I was looking through the 119th Psalm, I came across two verses that I learned many years ago in Bible school. Here's one of them. It's the 11th verse in the 119th Psalm. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Anybody remember that from Bible school? Uh, boy, a lot of heads nod. Uh, then there's another one that we uh, come across to, and I found this in here too. This is uh, down here still in the 119th Psalm. This is the 105th verse. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Uh, boy, uh, when it uh, seems like I have a trouble, uh, Sister Karen, when I have trouble knowing where to step and which way to walk, uh, I just uh, pause for a moment and call on God. He lights it up. He's a, a light unto my feet, a lamp unto my path. Maybe I said that backwards, but he lights the way up. Uh, listen to me today, folks. Uh, we've got a big God. Uh, he'll let you know what you need to do. Uh, but now, God's already gave his son. He's already died on the old rugged cross. Uh, Dave Jordan, uh, praise God, already raised from the dead, uh, already uh, sitting at the right hand of the Father. Uh, and I'm, well, let me get back. Uh, let me, I need to get back to that 14th chapter of John where he said, my father's house for many mansions. This may sound hard. I can't uh, take time uh, to explain it every bit, but I'm gonna tell you anyway. Uh, the church was complete in the foreknowledge of God before the world was. Uh, God's got the right amount of mansions over there, and he's got one uh, for you if you'll believe in Christ Jesus. But when he said, I go to prepare a place for you, Somebody said one time, and I'm not trying to be critical, somebody said one time, said, boy, I believe the Lord's over there uh, building my mansion. Uh, no siree, uh, he's not over there uh, building anything. Uh, he had it all built. Uh, when he died on the cross, it was all finished. He said it's finished, and he gave up the ghost. Uh, when he said, I go to prepare a place for you, uh, children, 
Amen. I, I'm going to that old cross. I'm going to let them nail me to the cross. I, I'm going to hang there. I, I'm going to have a crown of thorns on my head. I, I'm going to let that uh, soldier pierce me in the side. Blood and water is going to come out. I, I, I'm going to let them uh, put me in a barred tomb. I, I'm going to let them uh, put me in a barred tomb. I'm going to stay. Uh, uh, I love it. He said, I'm going to stay three days and nights, and I'm going to come out of there with victory. Boy, he got up from the dead. and uh, He got up from the dead. Praise God. And he's got victory. And because he's got victory, uh, we've got victory too if we'll trust in him. All we got to do is just come to the Lord and listen. Uh, I'm not trying uh, to tell you the words you got to say, but here's the essence of it. When I prayed, I admitted to God I was a sinner. And when I prayed, I told the Lord, Lord, I know I need you. I can't make it without, my, without getting saved. God, and you've heard me say this. I said, God, if you don't save me, I'm a goner. I said, Lord, if you don't save me, I'm going to go to hell. I don't want to go to hell. But praise God, he saved me by his grace. Now, are you alive? If you've not been saved, you're not spiritually alive. You're dead in trespasses and in sins. So you need to believe the word. That'll get you saved. Are you revived? Well, let me go on down in this scripture a little bit. I need to get some more verses here. Uh, you pray real hard. Uh, verse 34, give me understanding and I will keep the law. Yea, I shall observe it with my whole heart. And listen to this. Oh, I gotta get this. Make me to go in the pattern of thy commandments for therein do I delight. I'll get back to the lost in a minute. I need to preach to the saved a little bit. Uh, he said, teach me to go in thy pattern. We're in our path. Uh, that's what I need to say. Here he said, uh, let me get that again. Make me to go uh, in thy path. That's like a pattern. Uh, here's what uh, David's saying, God help me do. God help me get in a pattern of doing what I'm supposed to you. Uh, and now, what are you talking about, preacher? Well, I need to use a little story from long ago. A good friend of ours that's already died and gone to heaven. Uh, he was a big stout man. Name's Clifford Newport. I heard him testify at the Albert Street building. He was standing right about there in, in the old church. He said, I need to tell this. He said, when I first got saved, he said, every time it was church time, he said, I'd pray and decide if I was supposed to go to church or not. Lord, do I need to go to church today or not? Uh, do I need to go now? Uh, I got other stuff to do. I got important stuff to do. He said, finally, he said, God showed me that I needed to go to church. If I was able, I needed to go to church every time the doors is open. He said, so finally, when I understood that, he said, I quit worrying about should I go or shouldn't I go. He said, I knew I was supposed to go. He said, so I asked God to help me uh, to, make, uh, to make it uh, just a, th a thing that I did that just automatic. I needed to go every time the doors was open. Let it be part of my routine. He, he, and he, he made this point. He said, I work at Ford Motor Company. He said, I got a good job. He said, I don't get up every morning and say, well, reckon I'll go to work today. Uh, or reckon I shouldn't. He said, I go because I'm supposed to. He said, that's my job. Uh, he said, I go to work. He said, uh, I wouldn't get paid if I didn't go to work. He said, I've got blessings I need to come to the house of God for. So when the, when the writer here of Psalms, he said this, he said, make me to go in the path of thy commandments for therein do I delight. That's where your blessings is. Establish a right pattern. Uh, do the right things. Live right. Read your Bible. Go to church. Pray. Do what you're supposed to. Be a light to those around you. If you don't do that, you're going to miss out on the delight that David was talking about. You're going to lose the blessings and you won't be able to get them. Well, I'm telling you what, uh, we need to do something for God. And when we'll do something for him, he does more for us than we've done for him. 
when I try to serve God, he runs my cup over. I don't do enough to earn it, but God said, if you'll follow me, I'll bless you. Well, you just keep on praying. And keep on praying. I promise, I'm not going to use all 176 of these verses. But he goes down here, verse 36, he said, incline my heart unto thy testimonies and not to covetousness. Let my heart uh, be looking to the things of God and not covetousness. Uh, don't let me, uh, well, I'm going to have to get this. I, I didn't know if I would, but I need to get this. Over here in the book of Galatians, chapter 5, verse 19. said, so now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness. Let me read some more of them. Some of them sound strange, but let me read it anyway. It's in the Bible. Idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, various emulations, wrath, strife, uh, seditions, heresies, uh, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and, and such like. And there's more, but I won't read more of them. But let me get that part back there about adultery and fornication. Uh, in this world that we live in today, uh, it's promoted uh, to commit uh, sexual sin. Our preacher, I wouldn't have thought you'd use that word sex in the church house. Well, you've probably heard it a hundred times all through the week, so it won't hurt you for me to say it today. Uh, I'm going to tell you what. Uh, there's a lot of sexual immorality going on in the world today. Well, what are you talking about, preacher? Uh, there's only one sexual relationship that God honors and okays. Uh, back there in the book of Genesis, uh, it tells us back there, have you not heard it? God made man, he made a male and female. He joined them together. God's the one who puts them together. The only legitimate and legal uh, and godly sexual relationship is between a man that's married to his wife, and uh, that's the only one. It's not, it's not uh, godly to have a sexual relationship uh, before you're married or after you're married with somebody that's not your spouse. It's not godly uh, to have a homosexual relationship or a lesbian relationship. Uh, those things are sexual immorality. We need to put God first. We need to allow God to have his place in our life. It, goes, it talks about drunkenness back there too. Let me touch on that a little bit. It seems to be uh, kind of popular in this day and age. Even churches, they say, oh, it's okay, we can drink us a little bit. We can have a little dinner wine. I heard, uh, I was listening to Johnny Hunt on YouTube one day last week, and he was talking about alcoholism. He said, there's a promotion today that says, if you just be moderate in your drinking, uh, that'll solve alcoholism. But he said, I beg to differ. He said, being moderate in alcohol is what causes alcoholism. He said, you won't find anybody that's an alcoholic that didn't start out moderately taking a drink or two now and then. If they'd have never took a drink or two now and then, they never would have got to a place where they'd become alcoholics. So uh, when we need to put aside stuff like that. We need to put aside uh, drinking alcohol. Uh, we need to put aside uh, sexual immorality. We, we need to put aside all the evil things of the world and uh, let God uh, promote us and live our life. Well, let me, let me give you one more thing. Uh, I already talked about this and Barry talked about it. What, what about abortion, preacher? Abortion's ungodly. It's murdering one of God's little children. Uh, don't uh, don't even go for that. Uh, that that's not uh, that's not taking care of people. Uh, no sorry, that's killing people. But let me get back on uh, this uh, over here in the book of Psalms 119. Don't want to get too far away from it. Uh, listen to this. Turn away mine eyes from beholding vanity and quicken thou me in the way. Uh, turn away my eyes from beholding van. Those things that are useless, there's a lot of things useless in the world. Don't let me fix my eyes on that, but God, let me follow after you. And he goes on down here, establish thy word unto my servant uh, who is devoted to thy fear. Turn away my reproach, which I fear for the judgment are good. Now get this. Behold, I have longed after thy precepts 
quicken me in thy righteousness. Uh, to quicken uh, means one of two things. It either means to make alive or to revive. Uh, if, uh, well, if somebody had a heart attack and uh, they were dead, uh, looked like they were dead, their heart stopped beating, and maybe you give them CPR and uh, you did the right things and God bless you, they, their heart started beating, you say, well, we got them revived. They brought them back to life. Let me tell you two things. Once I was dead in trespasses and in sin, I was on my way to hell, and God made me alive. Well, you talk about a change. Let me tell you something else. I talk to people sometimes that they talk like they're saved. They say, I got saved. They maybe said a sinner's prayer, uh, but no change took place in their life. Uh, if you think that you're saved and nothing changed in your life, uh, uh, the devil's deceived you. When you get saved, it changes you. Uh, he'll make a new creature out of you. Uh, I had a man ask, uh, say one time, he was talking to me. He said, I don't think you get saved by feelings, preacher. This guy was a, a preacher, supposed to be a Baptist. I said, you don't get saved by feelings, but I declare when you get saved, you can feel it. When you get saved, you can feel it. Boy, I see some smiles coming. Yeah, people are remembered when they got saved. I could feel it when I got saved. I've been to the altar more than once and prayed and hadn't got what I needed. I, I'd said similar things to a sinner's prayer, I guess, uh, but I hadn't given the whole heart. Well, when I came to that point, when I really poured my heart out to God and said, Lord, if you don't save me, I'm a gone. When he saved my soul, or something happened. I've been uh, preaching uh, over 50 years, about 54 years. I've never been able to tell 1% of what it felt like when I got saved. But I can feel it. I know it. I've got it. If you get it, you'll know it too. And you can have it. You can have Jesus. You can be quickened. But now, let me go on that reviving part a little bit more. Uh, once I got saved, now, once you're saved, you always saved. If you're saved, if you're really saved, you've got eternal life. Never die. You've got everlasting life. But listen, there have been times in my life that I've got cold and indifferent. I didn't have power with God. And uh, God get my attention. And the old preacher would preach and the church would sing. And somebody would shout like these ladies have shouted this morning. And God would stir something deep within me. And I'd repent. And God would revive me again. He'd quicken me. I could feel the life. I still was alive in my soul, but my, my life was dead as far as helping anybody. Do you want to help anybody? Do you want to lead anybody to Jesus? You've got to be not only alive, but you've got to be revived. Boy, praise God. I appreciate God's tender mercies. I appreciate this alphabet, this alphabet psalm that God give us here. Boy, I'm glad. Do you have Alpha and Omega? Do you have Aleph and Tav? That's just the first and the last letter. Uh, do you have the ABCs of uh, salvation? Get us a song ready. Well, that's the message. I believe somebody here needs to come get saved. I need some, somebody needs to come rededicate your life. Somebody needs to be made alive, and somebody needs to be revived. And boy, while the church stands, and while we sing, while we sing, well, I'm going I'm to invite you to come today. Jesus loves you. That's why he died for you. People are praying for you. That's the love of God. God loves you more than anything. Would you just come? Come and let's, let's get down and pray together. Come and let's get down and pray together this morning. Let's, let's let God have his way. Let's let God have his way in our lives this morning. Would you just come? Please come. Please obey the Lord. Please obey the Lord. Boy, I believe God's surely calling today.
I believe God's surely reaching out. I believe God's surely touching people's lives. And boy, I'm glad that he's touching people's lives. But I'm telling you what, to have what you need, to get what you need, God's got it for you. But there's some things we need to do. We need to seek the Lord. Would you come this morning? Come, let's pray about this. Come, let's pray about this, would you? Let's turn it all over to him. Sometimes things seem so complicated. Sometimes we seem so puzzled. Sometimes things seem so hard. But I found when I obey God and I turn it all over to him, he makes everything okay. Hey, I'm glad when I was out of church a long time ago, I'm glad when I turned my heart over to Jesus. I was already saved, but when I came back and said, God, I'm sorry I haven't been following you and walking after you. God, help me. God, give me a, boy, give me a reviving deep in my soul. Would you come today? Please come. It's your move. If I could move for you, I would. But those folks need to come. I'd like to walk up the aisle with you. Would you just step out and come today? Would you step out and come today? Come on. Take one step, come on. I went to the altar a number of times. Most of my friends went one time. And some of my friends, their testimony was that when they stepped out and started to the altar, they got saved before they got there. Well, why is that? Well, that's when they turned their heart over to God. That's when they came with their whole heart. You can do that. God's able to save you. God wants to save you this morning. Do you not want saved? Surely you won't save. You don't want to die and go to hell. Surely to goodness. And if you're saved, do you want God's blessings? Do you want to help anybody? The devil said, oh, you can't help anybody. The devil's a liar. God said, God said, ye are the light of the world. Come and pray. Come and obey the Lord. Come this morning. Mind the Lord. Just keep singing. You want to pray, huh? You want to pray? Okay. Hold up this one. Okay, come on up here. Appreciate that move. I asked her, said, you want to pray? She said, I need to apologize. So I'm going to let you do that. Or you want. I just need to apologize to the church. I haven't been fully committed to God in a long time. Yep, um, ain't been out doing real bad things or nothing. Just haven't been as close, haven't been the light that I've needed to be. And I want to apologize. God's really changed things for me in the last the few months. And Absolutely. all it takes is that faith. Yeah. So thank you. Amen. Let's give her applause, church. Amen. We thank God for you. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Uh, and, and do get us another song. I want to say a word before we sing, though. <laughs> well, I appreciate that move. And, and just uh, feeling like you've apolog you need to apologize. Well, I've been in that spot. I remember once I came to Alder, and uh, I repented. And Siegel Newport's pastor, he said, how you feeling? I said, well, I feel a little better, but I don't feel like I want to. And he said, you ask God to forgive you? And I said, yep. He said, you feel like you did? I said, yeah, I think you did, but I just don't feel the blessing. He said, I'll tell you what to do. He said, uh, you just pray and 
if God lets you just get up and tell the church you're sorry, he said, you need to apologize to the church that when you start doing that, see how you feel. Well, I tell you what, I got up and started that. God let me, and I apologized to the church. God filled my cup up and run it over. Sometimes we just need to apologize. But I want to say this before we sing. I believe there's a number of people here this morning. I, I can't see in your heart. I don't know your mind. I'm not trying to force you or pressure you. But there's such a, there's such a heavy heart that I have and such a burden. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make the invitation this way. This just come on my heart. When we sing this next song, if you're here and there's a spiritual need in your life, whatever it is, even if you don't know what it is, but you know you're not where you're supposed to be with God, and if you're lost or if you're out of fellowship or if you need to join this church, I'm going to ask you to come and give your hand. If you want to go back to your seat, that's okay. Nobody will try to hold you or force you to stay up here. But once you get up here and shake hands, and if you start back to your seat and God says, go to altar and pray, you'll be real close. Maybe that'll be a little easier. But up to you. The invitation is, if there's a spiritual need in your life, you want people to pray for you, come and give you a hand. Take it one step at a time. Then if you want to stay at the altar, that's up to you. Whatever you need to do to that, if you're out of fellowship with God, if you're lost, if you need to join church, if you don't know where you're at, boy, I tell you what, folks, and, and listen, if you just need to come and pray for somebody else that's here, that's okay, do that. We just need to obey the Lord this morning. There's such a need. Sing whenever you get ready. Please obey the Lord. Would you come? Please come. Please come. Please come. Would you come just like you are? <clears throat> Would you come just like you are? Just step out and come. Please obey the Lord. Please obey the Lord. Would you come on right now? Please come. Please come. Please come. Please come. Oh, my heart's heavy. I feel like God's begging. And I know I'm begging. Brother Siegel said preachers are just beggars. If God will give me a spirit to beg with, I'm proud to be a beggar for Jesus. Would you just come today? Just come and let's pray. Even if you're in the middle of the aisle, you can get out. Just start, just make a move. Everybody get out of your way. I've seen it happen a hundred times. Would you do that? Please do that. Please obey the Lord. Please come. Please come. Please come. If you like doing it, uh, hate to put it on the spot, but I want Linda to come sing a song. Uh, anything on your heart? If you don't have something, I got one I can suggest, but I'd rather just whatever you feel like. I f diamonds feel like my pockets full of diamonds. Going, okay, I ask her to sing this song. <clears throat> I feel like my pockets are full of diamonds and gold. Uh, what's the meaning of that, preacher? Well, my pockets are not full of diamonds and gold. They got cough drops in them. But what it's talking about is the riches I've got way down deep in my soul.
I'm more rich than the richest billionaire in the whole world from natural riches. I'm rich way down in my soul. You can be rich too. Um, God gives everybody the same thing, and he gives it the same way if you'll just come. Now, as they get ready to sing this, I, I want to beg of you, and I want to ask you, just take a step and come this way. When I was a lost boy and I was in the house, and uh, Satan would tell me, you can't walk up or you can't do it. I was so shy, and I believed him for a little while. And this will sound silly, but I sometimes felt like my shoes were glued to the floor when the invitation was going out. I can't move. Well, I was just Satan trying to trick me. But when I said, God, if that's you calling, please help me. Lord, I want to come to you. Lord, let me know it, and please come. I, I want to get saved. While they sing this, I'm going to invite you to come and get the riches of God. I believe he's inviting you. Please come right now. Come right now. Come. Obey the Lord. Come. I was come. a beggar. Listen. When I found Yeah. Obey the Lord. Amen. Would you come? Come, I children. I was a stranger. Come. Let's pray. Listen. Without a I was a stranger without a song, but listen. But now yeah. I can see Amen. I'm, I'm a child of the king. Of the king. Praise God. Just wait you till you see Up to you. my new God won't make you come. I wouldn't even try. God's able. He won't do that. While they're singing, let me ask this. I'm not trying to put you on the spot. How many people here would just raise your hands so I'm not where I need to be? Pray for me. Would anybody do that? Would anybody do that? I appreciate that hand. Would there be another? Would anybody else? Would anybody else just raise your hand and say, I'm not where I need to be? Pray for me. Would you just ask prayer for yourself? That can be a help to you. Just admitting you're not where you need to be will help you. Saying, I need prayer, that'll help anybody else. I appreciate those hands that were raised. Yeah. Amen. Bless her, Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Come to Jesus. Get this peace. Oh, I feel like my pockets are full of diamonds and gold. Please come. I'm as wealthy. Please come. Praise the Lord. You can have Jesus. Praise God. Amen. Come.
Now listen. Do you want Jesus? Let me tell you this. If you want to come to the altar and your little shower has it, if you just wave at me, I'll come to you. If you want to pray right where you're at, it's okay with me, or I'll come and we can walk to the altar. Anybody want to do that? because they're ready to pray for you that needs to come and have prayer. Well, I appreciate that. Would you come? Come on. Come on. Hey, man. I want you I want y'all to stay there. And if you want to sing that song again, you can. If you got another, you can sing in just a minute. But right now, and, and stay right there, fellas. Uh, there's more of this invitation uh, with the piano just playing a little softly. With eyes closed, heads bowed, maybe this will help a little bit. If you're here, and I'm not doing this to put you on the spot or point you out or embarrass you, heaven forbid, I wouldn't do that. But listen to me. If you're here today and you're not where you need to be with God, there's a spiritual need in your life. It may be a little puzzling to you. You may not understand it altogether, but you may know I'm not where I need to be. And I want people to pray for me. Would you raise your hand with heads bowed and eyes closed? Would you just raise your hand? We've had some raise your hand already, but I appreciate that hand. Would there be another one? Be somebody else, just raise your hand. You can do it very slightly, very discreetly, but just, just raise your hand if you feel like you need to have prayer. Would there be another one? Well, I'm telling you, God's calling with such great power this morning, and I appreciate it. I thank God that he calls just, just raise your hand quickly. I'm not going to tarry too long here. I appreciate that hand. Would there be another one? Would there be another one? Okay, raise your heads up and open, up, open your eyes. And got another song to sing? Pray while they sing. And we're ready to pray. I have searched to find Would you come? The meaning of this life. Amen. Amen. Something that would fill my empty soul. Would you come? Let's pray. Some believe a lie. Oh, the Lord. Choose darkness over light. Yeah. But I will stand Please and come. let the come world please. know. Come, let's pray. I choose Jesus. Come, let's pray. I choose Jesus. Amen. Appreciate that. I appreciate these men. They're here to pray for you. This church is here to pray for you. We just come on. It takes you. You need to step out and come on. 
that song appreciate that smooth say whatever you feel like about it I just wanted to say sorry to the church bless your heart well I appreciate you thank the Lord for you I know y'all heard that he just wants to say sorry to the church feels like it needs to do better well I've been there and done that and it, it makes you feel better when you make that move when you feel it in your heart and I appreciate that move son that's real good I appreciate that song now Bless your heart. Well, I'll tell you what, let's do. Let's just get both of them together. Amen. Amen. Thank the Lord for both these. Someone else got something on your heart. I, I, I feel like there's still so much more needs to be done in this service. I, I just, boy, if you, yeah, come on, buddy, follow it. I know when I was lost, I felt like a heavy weight on me. And, yeah, uh, you know, if you got that heavy weight this morning, I mean, it's so, like, it's so uplifting. When the Lord saves your soul, it's just like that big burden just leaves you. And, you know, all that weight's just off you. And why would you turn that away? Uh, you know, don't turn away the Lord. Uh, he's here this morning. He's calling. And uh, yeah. it's a time to get in when he's coming, passing by. You get in while you can. Uh, you, we don't have the promise of tomorrow, so don't waste today. But we need uh, we need at least another verse to a song if y'all got uh, anybody want to say anything for the saying? Somebody needs to come. God's extending God's extending this invitation. Yeah. Help him. Really good. Everybody. Why wouldn't you come get that? Yeah. You don't, you don't come try it. You can you can you don't have to keep you don't have to if you don't like it, you don't have to keep it. Yep. What do you got? If you don't come try it, you never know how good it is. Bless him, Lord. Come try it. Come try it. If you 
If you, if you try it, you'll know it's the best thing ever happened to you. <laughs> Come try it. Okay, anybody else before we sing? Okay, sing whenever you get ready. Tell the devil to get behind you You've and come to Come on. So Obey the Lord. You were, we're not here to embarrass you. I we're not going to ask you about your I sins. We're just going to try to help you come to Jesus. You've given me. Please come. You've been my friend. The first time I ever when came no to the altar. My good friend Rodney Mason was already saved. He was a little younger than me, but he was already saved. The church was moving in power. Rodney reached over and patted me on the arm. said, do you need to go pray? I thought, how'd he know that? God just put it on his heart. And I said, yeah. I went to the altar, and that was the beginning of my really seeking the Lord. I'm glad for Rodney followed the Lord. I appreciate that. I appreciate Rodney Mason. I'm glad God gave him that. If God was to give it to you to ask somebody, do you need to go pray? If God gives it to you, it's okay to do that. Just obey the Lord. Follow the Lord. Just follow the Lord. Please follow the Lord. Boys, well, I'm telling you, it's such a burden for people in need this morning, lost people, folks out of fellowship, such a burden. I can feel it. You can feel it in this church. God's moving it in the songs. Thank God for the songs. Thank God for His Spirit. And still, it's up to you. singing. Thank the Lord. All right. Anything on anybody's heart? Oh, you want to say anything? Okay, come on. Get to the mic here. I just need to say I'm sorry to the church. I haven't been doing what I'm supposed to do. Bless your heart. Amen. Well, I appreciate it. Let's just give him a hand, folks. I appreciate these young folks. Thank the Lord for them. Somebody else got something on your heart.
Yeah. Amen. God's still, God's still making effort to answer those prayers. Amen. Boy, it's well said. Right on the button. Someone else. That's right. Why would you turn away the most precious gift that you could ever receive? I think about how great the Lord has been to me through my life. He's, he's blessed me beyond I'd ever dreamed to be in blessed. And uh, I just, I'm so thankful for the conviction in the church. It's so disheartening when people turn the Lord away. What do you get? I've ran from the Lord for years. The only thing I got was longer misery. That's all I ever got was, uh, was more of a tore-up heart, more sadness, more not being able to rejoice in what God has for us. But when I came to him, I gave him my heart. He opened the floodgates, and he's given me so much. He's given me peace and joy and happiness and love, love beyond measure. Yeah. I'm so, so thankful that I made the choice to serve the Lord, that he came in and saved my soul. I wouldn't trade it for anything. Nothing can beat what God has for well, that's true. Well said. Somebody else got something. Let's just keep praying, I declare. And, and let me tell you this. Now, we'll, we might have some announcements. I don't know if we're doing Okay. We might have some announcements. Let me say this before we go to announcements. You can move anytime if God's speaking to your heart. We've had numerous people got saved after church was over. In different times, whatever, whenever God's calling to you, 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 you can come. The door's open to you. Uh, so please come. And I want to say this, even after church, maybe if you don't feel like coming to the altar to pray, if you've got a question or something's bugging you, you say, I'd, I'd like to understand that a little more. Maybe you could explain it. If you'll just come to me after church, we'll talk about it. If I can help you understand a little bit, I will. And uh, if I can't, I'll try to get somebody else to help you. But God can help all of us. But, so, but what I'm saying is uh, it won't be a, an embarrassing thing. If you feel like asking me a question or come talk with me after church uh, about something spiritual, please do that. Okay, anything else? All right, if not, you can be seated if you want to. We turn over to Blaine for the announcements. Before I read this announcement, I want to follow up on what Neil said. Neil, don't walk out. Neil, don't walk out just yet. I want you to hear this. I want to follow up on what he said. He told his dad, if everybody that you know is telling you this is good, why in the world wouldn't you go try it? And I love a good steak. And, and I, I got told about a restaurant where they had the, the guy told me the best steak you'll ever eat. And I went there and I ordered me one of them and I ate it. And I agree, it was the best steak I'd ever had. But if you're just coming and you're not moving, you're walking in the restaurant and you're sitting down and smelling the steak and you're walking back out. You don't know if that steak's any, it smells awful good, but you don't know if it's good or not. Come, come eat the steak. Come find out what this is all about. So, thank you, Neil. Appreciate that. I got this announcement for women on a mission on March 6th. There will be a vendor craft show 
from 9 until 1.30. Uh, and if you've got any questions about that, you can see Sister Vivian or Shannon. And uh, I'm looking for Vivian. That's here in the fellowship hall, right? Okay. So see them about tables or if you want to take part in that or do something with that. And then on um, March 13th, they're going to be singing at Primrose for Tom Lease. And that'll be at 10 a.m. So uh, remember those and we'll try to announce those again. Twenty seventh, there's a youth meeting at five o'clock at Samaria, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, Brother Matt Kloppenstein is preaching that. And that's at five o'clock, so everybody's welcome. Um, like the guys, we um, well the youth girls have been having a Bible study on Tuesday nights at eight thirty over Zoom. Um, and after talking to the youth girls, we would like to invite all the ladies. If anybody is interested in joining our Bible study, um, they are welcome to do so. It is at 830. Um, it's over the phone, just like the guys um, Bible study is. Um, but if you're interested, um, shoot me a text or see me after church and we'll send you the link so you can join in on our Bible studies on uh, Tuesday nights. We're studying the seventh chapter in Daniel, and I heard that's a a rough chapter to study so um, pray for us and we'll be doing pray the halls then in the fellowship hall too i also have some more masks if anybody is interested in a mask i have some youth masks children's masks and ones that are like this and um so if you want one i'm up here on the second bench just kind of give me a yell Thank the Lord for that, and I, I guess I mentioned those songs they just sang. I appreciate all of them. Appreciate all the moves. It's very sweet. Appreciate everybody that's here. Glad to have you. Anything else before we come to close? Okay, we'll do like we've been doing. You're probably familiar with it. Our deacon brother's been in the back releasing the congregation from the back one row at a time. So just kind of stay pretty close to where you're at till they come by your row and then let your row out gives us a little social distance that way and keeps us from gathering up in a big group and uh, probably a little safer like that. Okay, anything else? If not, everybody see to stand. Brother Lee, you pray dismissal. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you once again for another hour of service, Lord, and we just thank you for the message and the messenger, Lord. We pray for the ones that turned you away today, Lord, and that, Father, when they come back, that, Lord, you're able to put it on their heart, Lord, to just give them that extra little bit, Lord, to just come and see what you have for them, Lord. We just thank you and praise you for everything. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You got to sing, good. I get it, I get it, I get it.